Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 60th episode of the GYST podcast. Now, before we get into the podcast, I wanted to point something out to you guys. You might hear a noise that sounds like Kyle digging his hands into a bag of chips, but it's actually our good friend Rocky Salvador, who is nice enough to come into the studio and take pictures of us. So even though it sounds like a bag of chips, it's actually just the shutter clicking away. So with that said, enjoy the very first GYST challenge episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. I like how you guys did that. You kind of split it up a bit. Oh, yeah, it's like stereo all... mono. Oh, do, yeah. does our mic support that? Two balls and a dick. I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> if y'all, we're, yeah, we're, we're like sending... 10 seconds in. <laughs> like already. I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. Cutting it out. Oh. House reference. Yeah. I'll cut that out too. All right, Uncle Joey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a major update for you uh, in terms of GYST. What is that? Because you probably heard a voice that you haven't heard in a while. Oh. I'm at the part of the watch. Hey, guys. How's it going? No, they didn't hear him. Yeah. Wait, no. He said that. I'm just kidding. He said, shh. I know. So, Amit, welcome back to the team. Where have you been? Yeah, a what lot. have you got going on in your life? Yeah, it's like lot. you don't care about us anymore. You've acted like you had a wedding to plan. I know. Or multiple surgeries. Like, what's going on? Circumcisions. Yeah. This is how rumors get started, Rohit. Eternal <laughs> <laughs> mutilation. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> no point there. <laughs> a lot of life and in a short amount of time, having surgery and still dealing with mom passing away and, you know, getting married. That was all there. So I tried know. to convince you otherwise. You did. You even told me you had a car ready, just like yeah. Gummel did. And, you know, just I in just, case. Just, just couldn't do it. <laughs> just couldn't do it. I pulled the trigger and. Congratulations. And you're still alive. Yeah. I'm still alive. Yeah. Still alive. <laughs> Congratulations, man. For real, man. Thanks, guys. Congrats. Thank you. Definitely miss being in the studio. So, you know, it's helped a lot with me over the, the time and yeah. expressing how I feel and just hearing, you know, my brothers tell me otherwise if it's good, bad, and how to treat it differently. Yeah. So it's definitely a, a different view for me for the podcast. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah, we missed you, man. Welcome back. Thanks, yeah. guys. Speak for yourself. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the invite. I think all of us had just a blast yeah. doing nothing but drinking alcohol. At the wedding? Yeah, that's how Punjabis do it. Ooh, yeah. Oh, ultra lit. Ultra that's, lit. Yeah. I was, yeah. 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 I, my legs were still sore yeah. from the wedding. Yeah. So. My stomach is still sore from the wedding. <laughs> from all the Indian food? I I didn't know. I told you guys this. It's one of my, this is the first Indian wedding I've ever been to. And they didn't they didn't uh, prepare us. Uh uh-uh. uh. And we've known you for how long now? You just didn't <laughs> he help us out, did married. you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's been to enough to let us know, like, hey, there's gonna be at least four courses. I mean, you know? and a lot of people left like twenty minutes before the dance floor, like just completely tore open. Like, yeah. Uh, that's the sad part. I was like, oh my god, all these people just left. 
Fuck it. Yeah, party. <laughs> yeah. Dance. Party. Like, yeah. The party kept going, man. We were watching from down when we were walking out. We looked over like, man, that place looks lit. It looks like it's a club going on in there right now. Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was fun. I had a blast. I went into it. Um, you know, speaking of dinner, I think this kind of uh plays right into our, our discussion tonight very well. But I went into it thinking, you know what, I don't want to eat too much food. Because Indian food, I don't eat it all the time, right? So I don't digest it quite the same as you might. (laughs) With all the spices and seasons and flavors, it was delicious. But I had to run half marathon the next day. Oh. And I did not want to shit my pants while I was running. That would have been a bad look for me. (laughs) Actually, it would have been a great story. Yeah. So I legit... This is TMI, but I don't, I'm going to share it anyways. I legit woke up like an hour and a half early to make sure that I could do business in the morning and yeah. get everything out and be all good to go. Get your shit together. I, I appreciate you waking up a little bit earlier, bro. Got you, bro. Putting, putting Crown Royal on top of <laughs> goat curry was not the business. <laughs> it tasted good. <laughs> but Saturday, Sunday morning told me otherwise. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Well, speaking of food, shall we uh, ju- dive into it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay, so this episode started off with a challenge. Uh, several times I have gone on challenge. Yeah, I don't like that word. So, what kind of word do you like? It's over the experiment. Okay, is it a challenge though? Really? Well, okay, I would go with experiment. All right, sorry, we're on talking to some fools. Take two. <laughs> um, so it started off with an experiment that I had for for the group, and. Several times over the years, I've gone on a dinner with myself. And it started off way back when uh, I was listening to a lot of my mentors talking about how they would do something similar. Because their whole thought process was, if other people can enjoy my company, why can't I do the same? And so from then on, I started going to... It started off slowly with the movies. And that was super awkward. But eventually, it worked its way to fine dining. And when you go to fine dining by yourself, what are the experiences that you have? Uh, and so I challenged or uh, exp- sent it. Asked challenged, you guys. You, you challenged okay. at that point. Challenged you guys, uh, Sam and, and Kyle, to do the same thing and sit down, have a nice meal with yourself. So the rules audience was it's a date worthy place. You have to get dressed up. And the main kicker, no phone. And so with that, Let's uh, let's hear about your guys' experience. You want to go first? Sure. Um, it was it was unique. And where did you go? I went to a restaurant in Tacoma in Proctor District called Pomodoro. It's like a nice uh, Italian restaurant. Um, not very big, pretty quaint, but um, excellent food. I'd only been there like twice before, so it was a place that I was somewhat familiar with, but not completely familiar with. Um, I couldn't really think of any restaurants that I hadn't really been to in the area. So it was a, it was a struggle. I wanted to go to something new, something different, something foreign. Um, but I just settled on that because I knew it was delicious. I was hungry, so I didn't want to be too experimental because if I got something I didn't like, I was going to be pissed. <laughs> just being real just being like 100% right like, uh, yeah. I mean, just being it's one of those things just like you always want to try new things but if you're too hungry you're like no fuck that Yeah, I ain't trying anything new I need to eat it. I'm going to stab someone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another 40 minutes for a dish yeah so I went in and um, left my phone there the, the only thing that I was disappointed about the phone thing initially was I wanted to take a picture of my food 
And I was like, damn it. I don't have my phone. And I just went to grab it like out of instinct. Right. Yeah. Um, first thing I noticed though. So the first thing that I think I possibly had anxiety about was showing up and walking in. What do I do? Oh, are you waiting for somebody? No. Oh, that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen, but that went through my head. Yeah. Right. So I walked in and they're like, Hey, can I help you? I was like, Oh yeah, just for one. And they asked bar and I said, no dining room. Mm-hmm. So they gave me a seat in the dining room. Yeah. You know, you pissed them off. Probably because he gave me a, a, a table with four chairs. Yeah. <laughs> I like looked around and I seen this table with two chairs. And I was yeah. like, oh, that looks perfect. And he goes, hey, have a seat right here. And I'm like, nope. I'm totally just wasted three chairs, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't super busy. There was probably 10 or 12 people in there. Right. Okay. So it was Monday night. Right. So um, went in, immediately noticed there was a woman sitting at a table by the window by herself she had like a jacket and a purse on the table or excuse me on the chair next to her mm-hmm. she's on her phone the whole time mm. like i had noticed her and i glanced over just to kind of observe her behavior because i caught myself doing that more being far more observant mm-hmm. when i was there by myself same area um she didn't put her phone down at all not one second whether she was text messaging or looking at something making a phone call it was in her hand every single time she didn't even take her really her eyes off the phone at all um, and she was waiting for somebody. So it was like the five to 10 minutes she was waiting for somebody. She couldn't even just sit there and relax. And I, I thought, damn, that's what I look like. That is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and I tried doing that with somebody that you sit with at lunch. Freaking right. pissing me off, man. <laughs> oh, when you be on your phone? Fuck, I forgot my fucking phone. That's what Sam When I get my phone in the car, I'm like, why is this dude looking at the phone right now? Couldn't he talk to me or something? Yeah. So I try to strike up a conversation or something, and he's still don't on the lie. phone. I'm like, never mind, man. I don't want to talk to you right now. Don't just lie. eat your food. He be lying. <laughs> it's true. Um, so that was the first thing I noticed. And then sitting there, I noticed how particular it was about the table. I had OCD. I had to move the napkin to a certain, <laughs> certain degree. The forks had to line up with the spoon and the knife had to be like perfectly hanging off the edge. Are and you usually OCD or is this something you noticed after? I am to an extent with certain things, um, but I it was really pronounced. And I think that as much as I thought that going to a restaurant by myself, I would feel judged. I think that those came out because I didn't feel judged. Uh, mm-hmm. that's actually cool. yeah. Because I wasn't with somebody else being like, what are you doing, you fucking weirdo? <laughs> so I noticed that like the I, I just think to remember this my glass I took a drink of the water and I set it down where I wanted it and there was a water ring and it was bugging me so I took a different napkin and wiped it off weird shit right but those are things that I analyzed and noticed um, I did notice the food seemed I don't want to say taste better but I realized it more I also wasn't wearing a watch, so I had no concept of time. Oh. Generally, I eat fast because I'm a fat kid and I love food. So I had to tell myself, (laughs) okay, chill out. Enjoy this salad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right? You don't have to scarf all six of those pieces of French bread that they brought you. Yeah. (laughs) Emily's not going to steal a bite. You can eat it all. Nobody else is going to steal it, right? I didn't have have to drink all the Kool-Aid immediately. Right. So those are things I noticed that I took the time to really taste the food and enjoy the food. And I consciously thought about taking my time. So it wasn't weird. And literally they were bringing me my food as I was taking the last bite of salad. And I was like, Oh, she's like, Oh, Hey, perfect timing. My waitress name was Lisa, by the way. Um, so I got the food. It was excellent. Ate dinner. The most awkward part was after I finished eating, I didn't know what to do. 
<laughs> oh, because they... have the check arrived yet? Yes. Okay. So after I usually paid, after I finished paid. eating, no, or the food after I paid. Oh, after you paid. Yeah. Okay. What happens when you go out to eat with someone and you pay and you're done? You chat for a minute. You get mutual acceptance and agreement that it's time to go. Mm. I didn't have anyone to get that mutual acceptance and agreement. <laughs> and I felt weird as fuck. He kept sitting there. I was sitting there because I was like, you know, I want to enjoy this and relax. And I was sitting there for a minute and I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do now? Wait, I can leave. Can I? Oh, yeah. So, all right. So I just get up and go. Is that what I do? <laughs> like this went through my head. And I was like. Yeah, Kyle, that's what you do. You don't want dessert. You're fucking full. <laughs> go home. <laughs> all right. Time to go home. Awesome. Let me get up. Like, literally, all that shit went through my head, and I thought about it, and I was like, man, so that that was a sticking point for me. Yeah. I, I ate by myself. I didn't know that it was okay to leave. It was socially acceptable to leave. Yeah, to just get up and go. Yeah. Because usually you're chatting with people or whatever you're yeah. doing, right? And they're like, okay, you ready to go? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Because you... You find yourself being considerate unless you're in a hurry. You're like, hey, I got to go. Let's go. Yeah. Um, but I literally had nothing to get to other than home, right? So um, that was the most awkward part for me. How was the food? It was excellent. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that I was more aware. Like, I, th- I feel like what, what all my senses were elevated. What did you have? I didn't even tell y'all what I had. No, that's what Damn, I was Yeah, my bad. I forgot. So I got the special. As soon as she told me, I was like, yo, I need that in my life. Mm-hmm. Give me the special. It was three tenderloin beef medallions. They were cooked medium rare with an almondaise cream sauce on top with some slivered almonds. Yeah. And it was with some, um, some, uh, what's the flat noodles? I'm drawing a blank right now. Flat noodles? Flat spaghetti noodles. Fettuccine? Yep. That one. I was drawing a blank. With some <laughs> fettuccine noodles and cream sauce on that and two jumbo prawns. They were really just big shrimp, but they were delicious. <laughs> steamed broccoli and uh it was fantastic steak was more medium than medium rare but otherwise it was seasoned really well like i really noticed every texture Mm -hmm. and every piece of flavor uh the creamy almond sauce that was kind of like a less garlicky more nutty flavored alfredo sauce Mm -hmm. um the texture of noodles they were cooked like perfect it was fantastic um those are things that I think that I caught on that you don't catch on to when you're eating with a group or with someone else because eating becomes a byproduct of what you're doing or your entertainment. It's there to keep you busy yeah. with this person. So the person nor the food gets your full attention. And that was another thing I noticed. So it's kind of like, I'm hungry, you're hungry, let's go somewhere. Let's go eat. Where really what we're mostly doing is just enjoying each other's company with the food being secondary. But now... Or 50-50, right? Yeah. You're pseudo-enjoying each other's company to get through a meal. Mm-hmm. But now I think when you when you do something like this, front center, it's it's, it's about the food. Absolutely. Once you get over the your, the your mind about being awkward and so forth. Yeah. The only two times it felt awkward for me, because I was kind of observing, there's people behind me that I kind of wanted to observe as well, but I didn't want to like turn all the way back because they were literally like... Eight o'clock. Or yeah, yeah. Five o'clock. So they knew you were looking at them. Yeah. So if I looked, I had like <laughs> what y'all doing? I was looking all around and then look back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <man. laughs> But yeah, so th- that was that. But the only two times it was awkward was walking in. I thought about that, right? I think getting over that first hump of, mm-hmm. right. what do I say? Just one? Oh, yeah. Would you like to sit at the bar? No, I want to sit in the dining room. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, dick. 
<laughs> and then lastly, when it was time to go. Wow. Um, Overall enjoyable experience? Fantastic Something experience. you'd do again? Possibly. I'm glad you asked me that because it led me to the next thing. All I could think about was sharing it with Emily. Aww. Okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was three medallions. I literally kept the last, like, the third medallion. It's okay. You guys can laugh. <laughs> we got a couple people in the audience today. So I literally looked at the third Tenderloin medallion with one piece of shrimp left. Because they only gave me two shrimps, bastards. Uh, one piece of shrimp left and just enough pasta. Because I was really OCD about my portions, too. Like with nachos, I hate when there's extra cheese and no chips. You eat everything until the last bite, right? OCD. I'm the same way too. It's creepy. It's weird. I know. Really? He does that all the time. With nachos, I don't really hide. I talk about it. But the same thing (laughs) when I'm eating my food because I want, oh, there's broccoli too. So there's like a perfect amount of broccoli. Boom, boom, boom. And I was like, man, I really want to bring this back so Emily can eat it. And I figured that she would already eaten something. So I was like, no, you know what? I had to fight the urge. I had to tell myself to be selfish. This meal was about me. Yeah. And I needed to finish it. And but it was good to feel that and to, and to experience that, that as much as I enjoyed it, I, I felt the whole time that I wanted to share it with someone else, someone else that I care about as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm, very cool, man. So that was a lot. Yeah, do we have lot. any time left? My bad. No, no, we got My bad. No, we got yeah, plenty of time. I'm talking next, man. We got yeah, plenty you, of time. You good. You good. <laughs> Shit. You good. So, you're going to rethink so, your offer from him going yeah. first. Huh? I know. I, know. <laughs> I can always swap it out. So I'll go first <laughs> and then he'll he come can, in. You can switch him. You can yeah, switch him. Yeah, you cut off the last three minutes. I'll edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my experience was phenomenal. Uh, I wanted to go into it with only three criteria. One, I needed to go to a place I've never been to before. Mm-hmm. Two, I was going to get something that I've never had before. Oh. So it, it, it can be something similar, but just in a different way. Somehow it's cooked differently. It's or a little bit like opposite that. of what... Yeah. That's three did. Total opposite. And uh, three, I was going to not be myself. So I went in playing a so role. So how was it, Mr. Johnson? Actually, it was Mr. T, the author. <laughs> Oh. Yes. So I went in there. But that is you. From a guy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I went in there playing a guy from out of town, checking out a new venue and or, you know, coming into the city and, and checking out the place and writing a book about the city, yeah. the city of Tacoma, the city of the Northwest. Um, so I went to see our shenanigans uh, right on the waterfront uh, in... Tacoma. Tacoma. Rustin Way. Rustin Way, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've been drawing a blank. Man, I couldn't I feel like I'm Yeah, I, I feel like I'm out of town for real right now. Yeah. Um, Rustin Way, downtown, or by downtown Tacoma. And uh, it's kind of the higher end from the Ram, because they they're, it's owned by the same company, uh, same owner, I guess. Um, so, first walked in, you know, I looked around, I was like, uh, you know, just one, table for one. And... Since it's, you know, it's by the water, I was like, you know what? You have something by by the window? Yeah. So she sat me in the window. The, there, When you walk in, there's you go to the left, it's like the restaurant side. She took me to the right where it was next to the bar. So it's still like a restaurant area where I sat and they sat me in a booth. <laughs> you know, we talked about like taking up space. It's a booth for four people. They're big booths. Four to six people. Four to six people. Yeah. yeah. Sam loves big booths. Yep. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, yeah, they gave me a booth all to myself. 
And when I first got there, I looked around. And again, I, I did have my phone on me, but I only did two things with it. One was I texted you guys saying, I'm here mm-hmm. and I'm going silent now. And that was it, right? The only other time I brought it out was when my food came and I took a picture of it because I wanted to show you what the food looked like. And I'll explain why. Yeah. So I sat down. Waiter came up, gave me my drink and everything. And sat there for probably the first five, ten minutes looking at the menu, um, specials and whatnot. Uh, Finally, the waiter came over. He he took my order and I ordered the deconstructed steak. Oh, yeah. Cobb salad. <laughs> and he said deconstructed. When I said when he's bless, oh, bless you. you. When he said that, <laughs> I didn't know what it meant. It sounded <laughs> cool. So I said, sure, let's try it. So he said, look, it comes deconstructed. Is that okay with you? I, at this point I still didn't know. I said, sure, <laughs> why not? And so <laughs> it's like a fucking IKEA couch. <laughs> <laughs> and so he went off and I was like alright cool I got my food ready and I ordered some clam chowder too at this point you can't even google it like that's no. also yeah. like a handicap you're literally like oh, yeah. I'm just blind to what is happening yeah. and, I, and I can't say I'm I'm like a uh, what do they call those people that, that a foodie, taste, a foodie. Yeah. yeah I can't say that because I have no idea what deconstructed means and so he walked off <laughs> Rocky's laughing at you and, <laughs> and I kid you not for the next five minutes I'm sitting at my table trying to figure out what deconstructed <laughs> okay I still didn't know yet so I'm sitting there waiting for my food and now it's, it's my time to kind of gaze around a little bit yeah. okay I was looking out the window and uh, I was noticing some people sitting there there's a, co- uh, a group of three that was like two tables over from me in front of me um, they looked like the way that they were talking because I was kind of eavesdropping a little bit they were they looks like they sounded like they were doctors, um, and there was a couple guys at the bars, uh, at the bar, and they were sitting by themselves. One of them was on the phone, the other one was kind of on and off, like he was looking at the phone and he was looking around and he was watching the TV, which was facing him. Oh, so I saw the back of the TV. The yeah, yeah. Wow. So I tried my best not to watch the TV because there was one kind of off to the corner a little bit from me, and it had the game on. Like a, a a basketball game, the playoff game mm-hmm. on. So I was trying to fight not to look, and I was looking yeah. around more. Um, and there was a few other people, kind of like a few other couples, kind of straggling along in 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 the uh, bar section area there too. And there was a couple girls. They were sitting there, and I got to talking to um, them a little bit later on during the dinner. Food finally came. And I finally found out what deconstructed salad meant. <laughs> Basically, if y'all don't know, they take a salad. The picture will be on the website. It's on the yeah, it'll be on they take a salad and Did you send the picture and they tore it and they tore and they tore it apart. So it's not all put together. <laughs> the bacon's apart. not they no. just didn't yeah. put it together yet. They didn't put it it's together. Like, <laughs> so what you do is you get a half a freaking head of lettuce. He's chopped it in half. They put dressing on top of it. It was like a wedge. Instead of like, like putting a wedge salad. Yeah, it was a wedge salad. <laughs> With a stick next to it. <laughs> Instead of it being bacon bits, they gave me two pieces of bacon put on top of the salad. The tomatoes were the, on the side. The way you would put bacon on a burger. Yeah. yeah. They had 
had cherry tomatoes cut in half. That was on the side. Next to that was um, a half avocado sliced up. Next to that was a whole egg sliced up. And then they skewered uh, a flank steak and and grilled it and, and put it on top of everything else. So think of a big ass plate of just like a dinner plate, basically. So, so so you know when you buy a TV stand from IKEA and they tell you to get out all the parts first, yeah, and separate them and lay them out. Yep. Before you build it, yes, that's what your shit look like. Exactly. <laughs> and so <laughs> you have tabletop, four legs, thirty-seven two and a quarter inch hex screws. <laughs> 14 wing nuts. Exactly. JJJ box. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I still didn't want to let this guy know, the waiter know, that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. So I'm looking at my plate and be like, all right, I got to figure out how to eat this thing. Because I don't know. I got to talk. Do I put it together myself or do I keep it deconstructed? And so... I just went at it like, you know what? Screw this. I just went in it with the chops or with the with the fork and a yeah. knife and steak I just knife. started grinding. Steak knife or did they give you? They gave me a steak okay. knife. So I just started grinding away. And the food was phenomenal. Mm. And I've never eaten salad that way before, <laughs> but it was actually really cool. It was really I told them it was very interesting for one. Yeah. Two, very weird, because I've never had it that way before. Um, but I was glad that he didn't tell me because I did tell him afterwards. I'm like, I'm gonna have I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be honest with you, man. I'm gonna confess. I don't know what deconstructed means when you, when you were telling me that when you first said it. He was like, "Oh yeah, man, no, that's that's all good." So he 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 kind of made fun of me a little bit. <laughs> but I feel like that worked in your favor because it really just enhanced the overall experience. Because now during dinner, you have a brand new experience yeah. something you've never done before. Right. Exactly. And it. <laughs> It was it was definitely a funny story to tell, man. Because I was, I went into it. I'm still laughing because because I'm thinking of your face as a guy brings a plate. A wedge salad with a bunch of sides. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was so oh lost. Bro. I've never heard him laugh oh so hard. My God. I was so lost, oh, man. man. And, I was, and had had I been there with somebody else. I would have been made fun of, but I, nobody made fun of me except for all of except our for, listeners. Yeah. Now they will, yeah. yeah. No, it, now that I, I think that. it's I think it's fucking awesome, right? Yeah. Because anytime you order something you've never had, there's always that sense of uh, going into the unknown, right? I ordered a special, but I kind of had a sense of what to expect mm-hmm. when I got it. It was a little different than what I had envisioned in my mind. Yeah. But not near the degree of what you experienced. I won. They won 80 did on me, man. Like, they totally went backwards on me. I was like, I had no idea. I had no clue. So. I think it's awesome. It's cool. It was a great experience. Two completely opposite spectrums of the experience. Yeah. You, yeah. you went with the conservative, like, I'm going to eat something that I know just because. Well, I wanted to order something I never ordered there. Yeah. That was, so I went into ordering something I never got there. And I was, I don't know, what was I looking at first? It was like a chicken parm. Cause I've gotten the pork chop there, which is bomb, and I wanted it, but I was like, nah, I gotta get something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the chicken parm, but then I heard the special and I got that. Yeah. But yeah, his was way like, out in left field. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is awesome. It was, I, it was, to me, I, I thought it was something similar enough because there you know was another salad is. Yeah. There was yeah. another item on there. It was, it was like duck breast <laughs> with a uh, confit of some sort. And I was actually oh. thinking about that too, but I was like, Gosh. then I went back to you and I was like, I was thinking about what you were saying earlier is like, what if I wouldn't, if I don't like this, I'm hungry right now. Yeah. And if I don't like this, then my experience is going to be done. So I kind of went with the similar a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't know that it came the way that it did. <laughs> so that was, 
that was uh, a very um a very surprising uh i guess gift i guess i yeah. can say you had a happy ending the very <laughs> so <laughs> stuff you fell for it. before <laughs> before uh so before dinner ended um i did tell you about the two girls that were talking mm-hmm. they were sitting there um turns out that the waiter ponce his name was ponce um he was friends with them or something like that and so he actually was talking to me a lot because he knew that I was there by myself and I was telling him what I was doing there and how I was an author and writing a book and about the outdoors and whatnot. And he was like a really outdoorsy type of cat, too. And he was telling me like he was he liked to go hiking and uh, kayaking and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I told him about the book that I was writing and he came up with the title for my book. What changed is it? it again? Yeah. What is it now? It's uh, Nothing Concrete. So it's oh, about traveling. Dirt, gravel. I like it. Grass. So I like, shout out to Ponce for doing that. I like it better than the other the title room. you told yeah. me. Yeah. I thought I'm still thinking about one? that too, going back and forth. I but, wouldn't. Um, <laughs> 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 um but with him, he was a very cool dude, man. Like he took care of the people that were solo dinner eaters, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, solo, solo diners. Um, you know, and at the end of the dinner, we t- it turned out that I was having conversations with the guy at the bar and the two girls at the end of the dinner because we were he was just bringing us all together. Yeah. So it was a very cool experience, man, to be to be able to walk in there, whole solo, and then come out of it like knowing some very good people. Yeah. So awesome. now that these two have taken up the entire episode, um, <laughs> we got time. We got time. What you, what so you you did not have a chance to participate in this correct and so hearing about some of the experiences um, knowing how you are in social situations is this something that that you would feel comfortable with how how would you go about it is this something that you would even you know because for some people uh, going grocery shopping by yourself is is a major step. Mm-hmm. It was for me. I like when I was in college, I would not feel comfortable even going to a grocery store alone. Really? Yeah. And I'll touch on that in a second. Oh, dude, I love going to Target by myself. Sounds weird, but I love it. Sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on, is this something that you feel like you would do now? Yeah. I mean, I definitely see myself going to what, what I liked was that it was actually a sit down restaurant. It wasn't like, Oh, just go to McDonald's and let's go have, you know, cause everybody does that. Go to Taco Bell or yeah. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was actually a sit-down restaurant that you guys both enjoyed. It was kind of fancier. You know, might have dressed up a little bit mm-hmm. um, just to fit the thing. That's something that I thought was a really cool aspect because that's out of the norm of what you would do by yourself. Yeah. Usually when you go to these restaurants, like shenanigans, mm-hmm. I went with Stephanie for our anniversary. So yeah. when you're describing the place, I knew what you're talking about. I was like, the food's good. I, already, I felt the connection It was awesome. There. Yeah. You know, so... You expect these places to be isolated with stuff, with fancy restaurants, with groups of people, with couples and things like that. Mm -hmm. When you dress up and you go, you have that aspect completely gone. And taking it to the next level of not having phones or even watching TV, you take it to the level of you start to realize who you are and what you're trying to do. Like You felt like you're more OCD about it 
when you were sitting there by yourself, just kind of doing different things, cleaning the you know water ring, moving the napkin and stuff. You might have did it a little bit with Emily, but now all of a sudden you're starting to focus on it more. Yeah, it's because nobody else was there. It Mm. was my space. Yeah. Yeah. Funny thing was I did the same thing. Did you? I did. So it ain't just me. No. And I had a big ass table in front of me too. And that's something I wanted to- (laughs) Right? You guys have a pretty big table. Yeah. Is if I would do something, I'm not really OCD. Like if it's some water and stuff there. Yeah. Wouldn't concern me. I would just be. Oh, it's bugging. But I'm saying that now. That's what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Like, what if I go to the dinner? Yep. And end up having these OCD moments. And this is something like I kind of want to do, as you guys were saying at the beginning, an experiment. Because I went into it not thinking that, and obviously it (laughs) it happened because I was doing the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I definitely, I definitely do see myself doing it, and now that I'm a newlywed, I have to kind of ask the missus. Joking, joking. I can go on Darren by myself. No, it's-, <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you brought that up because shameless plug. Uh, next week's episode is going to be all about how <clears throat> once you're married, once you have a family, how do you find the time to balance uh, not not just your family, but still get enough individual time to develop yourself as an individual to still yeah. have that sense of independency for sure. So next week, that'd be great. That'd be a cool episode. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, we did go a little bit long. Only a few minutes, four or five minutes or so. I'll cut um, like five minutes out of yours. Part of it was my fault. Yeah, my bad, y'all. I got to, I got to talking and shit, man. You know I can't shut up. You know up you got to shut them up, man. Somebody got to help me sometimes. So can I just uh, maybe Go take ahead, a minute? Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so really quickly, uh, when I when I did this, it was super awkward and uncomfortable for me for the first the time. The first time for you? Yeah. Even I remember the first individual thing that I did was go to the movies. I came into the movie like five minutes after it started. And right before the credits came on, I booked out of there because I didn't want people to see me. Mm. Now, the reason why I didn't want anyone to see me is I didn't want people to judge me. Right. Why is that guy like, doesn't he have any friends? Why is he alone? And I started thinking about this. And one of the things that they have to do in terms of personal development is a lot of self-reflection. And when you are in situations where you are judging others, Hold up a mirror because there's something about that that isn't setting right with you. Uh, For example, if you get upset whenever people run late, take a look at yourself because most of the times you will probably run late. And so I was judging people. Think I'm people. I felt people were judging me for being alone because I realized that's what I do. When I see someone sitting there alone, I'm like, wow, like I I feel bad for them. Like, no, don't they have (laughs) any friends and stuff? (laughs) And once I understood that. It completely flipped my mind around because now I don't see that as they don't have any friends. I see that as being strong, as being independent, as being comfortable with yourself, as being confident. And there's so much. I feel like people, audience, we'd like for all of you guys to do this, you know. I think it would be good. Even if it's something small like, you know, maybe not as extravagant as we did, but it's still so powerful. And people, I, I will say... 99% 99% of the audience listening won't do this because for a couple of things, one, it's not popular, right? To go s- sit somewhere by yourself and, and order a meal, that's not popular. And society says that this is wrong. Society says you are not supposed to go alone. That's why, you know, you see tables with four or five people or, or four, four or five chairs, you know? That's why when someone says, okay, how many more are coming to your party? Well, it's oh, just me. You're by yourself. The bar is for the you. Bar is for you yeah. Only. yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, we strive not to be alone. That's just innate human behavior. 
we strive not to be alone because it goes against the grain. Whenever we go against the grain of what society's doing, we think what we're doing is wrong. We're not making the right choice. And so I don't know if you guys had that moment of just, is this the right thing to do? Like, why, why am I feeling like this? When I first sat down? Yeah. That's, that's what it was Yeah, for me, for sure. And it's, it's not popular because it goes against the grain of what society says is, you know, quote, normal behavior. I agree with like 90% of that. The one thing I will say, like what you asked Sam, you said, yeah, I would say no, because to me, this did not come organically. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a a mission. Okay. I'm with you. Right. Yeah. I knew that I was going to go do it. So it it wasn't a question in my mind. I didn't think about that at all, but I was cognizant of the other um, insecurities that I experienced along with uh, just some of the awkwardness. I did remember thinking I was sitting there by myself, um, but I felt a little bit of a solidarity because there were two other people by themselves too. Yeah. Um, and so I remember thinking, what were they thinking, you know, and what, what were they doing there by themselves? So I was judging them in a, a little bit there. It's kind of weird. Yeah. That dynamic was kind of interesting for me. And I think what, what you guys experienced, and especially you, Kyle, it's, it's not so much that you're feeling alone. It's that you are enjoying your solitude. Mm-hmm. It was nice. And that's so different. When we look at others, we think they're alone, but we don't think about they're just enjoying their solitude. Yeah. I'm going to uh, post a video, my favorite all-time YouTube video. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no, no. Oh, it's called How to Be Alone. And there's this girl talking about like she's doing all these things and she's just enjoying life by herself. It's one of the most... It, I, I have a YouTube playlist called uh, Once a Month, mm. and it's all the stuff that I need to watch myself once a month, and that's on them. Nice. So I'll go ahead and uh, yeah, sure post that. that. Sounds good, man. Um, yeah, so let's let's wrap it up. One, I do got to mention one thing, just because you're making me think of it. When we see people, we talk about we judge people, we make assumptions. I think that we, we have a tendency to want to tell a story and believe that everyone has a story, so we create a story. The yes. story that we create for people that we see alone is that they are alone or they have cats or they have a pet and they don't have someone else that loves them or any friends. Right. We create that story because we're not creative enough to think that they are empowered and they are secure and they are just hungry and they really love this restaurant. Yeah. And they don't give a shit about anybody else because they want a damn steak medallion yeah. or a deconstructed cob salad. Nobody or, wants Or that. what was yours? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I do now. That thing was phenomenal. What was yours? Uh, what did I have? Do you remember the first time? The first time I went to an Italian restaurant called Casa Mia, had the lasagna with their side salad, Thousand Island dressing. There you go. And a Pepsi. There you go. So we don't know what story to tell. So that's a story that we come to is kind of just my, my thoughts on that. But, um, that being said, this is awesome. We went over a little bit. Sorry. I got Jabber Jaws Kyle going on over here. (laughs) I appreciate y'all listening to us again for another week. Signing off, your GYSD podcast crew. Welcome back, Amit. Yeah. You're a married man now. First podcast as a married man. Hopefully not your last. (laughs) (laughs) And what I mean by that is don't get divorced and come back. Yeah. You at least got to make it till next week. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Like it, share it. You know where to find it. Facebook, all that good stuff. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Bye. 
Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.